On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, a lot of discussion about what happened over the weekend with open edition mints from artists, with the captain's mint dropping and how that trading was handled, with Solana pumping 100% off of its lows all the way up to $16 and so much more. A lot of alpha, a lot of discussions of what is upcoming, how we feel about royalties, what else is going on, and everything else that continues to happen in the Web3 and crypto ecosystem. If you want to tune into these episodes, live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern time and Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And shout out the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us an edge on the Solana market, free analytics, free swaps with SPL transfers, and so much more right at their site, HelloMoon.io. If you're not using it, you're lacking. Gives you a competitive advantage on Soul. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Web3 Ecosystem? We are back again to start your week with another episode of GMGM Market Talk, breaking down what's going on in the Web3 Ecosystem, what we're buying, what we're selling, and everything in between. I'm hoping that the meme coin hysteria has finally died down and we can get back to the JPEGs. We got some catalysts coming up here. I'm excited for it. Hopefully, it doesn't mark the top. And now we got Solana at a clean... 2x since that super space right around December, I want to say, when everything was doom and gloom. Solana touched $8, and then the hero we didn't know we needed in Vitalik came out and said, you know, Solana seems cool, and everyone went crazy. It was electric. It's what we needed. The vibes are immaculate, and we're back again, and now we still are trending up on the volume side of things. So let's get right into the action. I know that there's a lot to talk about, a lot of projects moving. And with Solana pumping, we do have some kind of readjusting to their USD values, but other things continue to trend higher. So taking a look at the metrics and shout out the title sponsor of all the content, hellomoon.io, giving us completely free analytics around the Solana ecosystem. And if you are still trading meme coins, Fee-free swaps on all SPL tokens. But other than that, as we take a look here, we got 439,000 Solana volume. I want to say it was two days ago we had touched under 400K, and now we're right back above it. People are excited. Today we have, I want to say it's the Bonks project, either today or tomorrow, a project by Omni Studios from The Fracture that is minting in $20 worth of Bonk and burning about 210,000 US dollars. For a PFP with one of ones from a variety of artists in the Solana space, including John Lay. As we look at some of the top projects, D Gods at 555 Soul, Utes at 151, both selling off slightly on the Solana pump. Tio Pilots back sub 40, ABC at 185, Immortals, popular gambling project, up to 25, Clanosaurs just under 40, Dual Bots at 135, Gods, formerly known as Soul Gods, all the way up to 60 Soul. Future Traders by D Calls, Doomlist, whatever it is, all the way up to 13. Jelly Rascals at 130. Solana Monkey Business just a hair under 300. And OK Bears at 64. A lot of good volume across the board as we continue to take a look at that. As we look at that smart money inflow, a lot of funds flowing into ABC, OK Bears, Sharkify, and D Gods. Smart money outflow from Hello Moon showing Monkey Baby Business, SMBs, DGen Apes. And then we got social cues from Soul Gods, which is pretty clear, especially with this Omni Collective, and Blocksmith almost breaking 100 again. As we pivot over to the Ethereum side of things, friendship bracelets by Alexis Andre. Final day to claim those. Your boy got a random tag on Twitter and turns out my 1ETH challenge wallet had two to claim. 
So I immediately sprinted to claim those and minted one of the rarest yarns, which has a 1.48 floor. So I am gassed. Shout out the pocket watchers. They're electric and sometimes they help you out. Extremely excited about that. We got feet picks WTF. The bunny could not stop talking about this project all weekend at a 0.03 floor doing 163 ETH in volume number two on the trending chart. But for real, Shout out to Bunny's call on the Genesis paths, passes from Mutant Cartel. Those are at 1.80. He had said they felt criminally undervalued when they were 0.7. That's a nice 1.1 ETH gain. We got Ghosts Open Edition and PXN Gang. He's doing a rainbow PFP style drop. Red, blue, and yellow dropped yesterday. All of those after the 10% creator royalty are barely above mint. He made $1 million in 10 minutes. And still decided the 10% royalty was uh, he needed every last drop. So I'm definitely opinionated on that. I even responded to him and said, do we really need a 10% royalty? And he liked the tweet. So maybe I'm not wrong. He didn't respond to me. But hey, Valhalla up to 1.13 ETH. And finally, Wonky Stonks all the way up to 0.34. And I guess we can touch on the fact that Oni Force broke 1 ETH last night and is now back to 0.95. But let's get right into the conversation. We got some hands. I'm excited to dive into it. And before we do, Bunny, Frisk, Manny, how we doing? Dude, those feed picks were all over my hunting feed yesterday, man. Everybody was buying them. I kind of like the art. Shut uh, up. They have a bunny trait. No, they have a bunny trait on the slippers, dude. And there's one that's like smoking was, a cigarette. I just was going to say, the big toe smoking the cigarette yeah. is uh, what I just Hilarious. saw. I like that one. You don't like dude, it? Dude, stop. I saw there was another foot project minting last night. I uh, just scrolled down. There's one literally standing in shit. <laughs> like you can't tell me this is like you're and you're over here like dude yeah the art's pretty good like what is wrong with you well dude like you know you gotta keep it in perspective like i'm comparing it to other uh pixelated feet art and i haven't seen a lot of that to, to be honest so real real competitive market the pixelated feet market uh i know that there's a, a high competition a lot of things going on in that space gotta watch out for it frisk how we doing gm easy gm many gm bunny um yeah i think that uh it was it was it was quite the weekend honestly like um we saw a lot of things going on like right after captains which was i know we already talked about it a bit it's slightly disappointing but also it's not terrible like i think anyone is still in profit even if you had three potatoes and if you minted a captain which is still impressive Are you like, though? all things different. i th- i think the math is there like i maybe i maybe i'm wrong on that but you I, I the nine percent royalty the- because was it what was the captain's mint? One point six nine. One. One. Yeah, one point oh six nine. Okay, and potatoes are two point one seven. So if you bought three potatoes the last day for three point three, we're sitting at nine point nine, and that's still a little bit on the low side, I think, for what potatoes actually peaked at. Plus, the captain's mint, which was another one. So we'll call it ten ETH even. Your potatoes are now worth two point one seven, and the captain's five point six nine. Yeah, I guess I guess you're up on needs. No, you're down. Come on. After fees and oh, everything. Oh, after fees. No yeah, I, I, think you're, I think you're right at break even after fees. That's another 9% yeah, yeah, like, royalty. We love it, man. Get all that cash. No, I know. And it's it's, it's pretty disappointing to know that, like, after all this, you end up with a break even. But, like, I know some people who ended up, like, really trading this even after spending, like, tons in gas. Like, I think Ash Robin ended up getting, like, like a pretty good profit on his shit um, after, like, going back and forth. And so, like, I don't know where it goes from here now. I, I know that reveal is probably going to be interesting. To, I have no idea what these are going to look like, but I'm I'm a little interested to see. I don't know what to feel about potatoes or, or captains at the moment because, like, I I do agree this nine percent fee I think really killed momentum. 
Like, I think that it could have been a lot higher. I think it could have gone a lot further and volume could have, if imagine how much volume they'd be doing if they were at 5%, 4%, which I, I, we've talked about this before, I think not only is going to be the new mandatory, but has to be the new mandatory. Like even 5% is just not going to be a thing anymore. Last time goes on and on and on. Maybe for one of one art and, and whatever, but that's, that's my opinion. But and nonetheless, it was nice to see that like, it wasn't a total catastrophe. Cause I remember I was on the like, like fence of like, it's either going to be an absolute mess or it's going to go to fucking 10 ETH. And neither of those happened. So I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Like, I'm glad that there's like no like catastrophic, like things going on here, but I would have liked to see it go a little bit better as well too, knowing that it could have. Um, Dude, for me though, like what bothers me about it is like, I posted a tweet that the volume was like, where I was like, this is like much slower because of the high fee. People got all upset about it, said like, that's a bad correlation. It's illiquid, da da da, whatever, whatever. But then, like, the other side of this is like, yes, the Captain's Mint is extremely hyped. The other thing is like, when you continue to look at those fees, even like the one of one space, I understand that you need the royalties on it, sure, for especially a one of one piece. But what bothers me is like these extremely high fees after the mint price. And then on top of it, like, from the open edition side, the ghost thing is just like, it's got my blood boiling because you made a million dollars in 10 minutes and then still had a 10% royalty. And then Captain's Mint did, I don't even know how much money, and the gas war, and how much ETH was wasted because of that. Because you you basically cut it off at block 70. And then on top of that, it's like, yeah, 9% fee. And a lot of people who hold the Captain's assets are like, yeah, but you, the holders get rewarded. Awesome. But like, it's still a 9% royalty. Like, I feel like that thwarts a lot of the volume and causes the floor price to actually be lower than it potentially could be. I have a lot of thoughts on that, but... I'll, I'll swing back to it later because this is something I'm very passionate about. But yeah, I, I, I think it's nice to see that it's it's kind of now done with. People can trade it. People can do whatever they want with it. And I think that's, for me, like the most exciting part after Mint is that now it's in your hands. Do you want to floor it? Do you want to keep it? Who cares? And like the other benefit is that if you didn't have to hold potatoes, like if you were one of the people in Kaijus who won, you're up big time as well too. So like you're only really down bad if you bought the top of potatoes, which... Not to say that that's your, that's your fault. Like, I think it's a bad way of looking at it. But I'd say most people ended up, like, not losing too much money. So, uh, like I said, could have gone better, could have gone worse. I'm a little surprised. Other than that, um, Flan NFTs were pumping, like, fuck this weekend. That was insane to see. Like, yesterday, I saw D-Gods go from, like, 510 up to 650, back down to 550, which is absolutely fucking nuts. Like, tile pilots went up crazy. Dual bots are fucking running. Klanos hit, I like, think, like, 42, 43. ABC was well well over 200 gods are like fucking ripping right now. We saw Liberty's Curse Hollowed run from 6 up to 12, back down to 7, based on fucking Franck airdrops. Like, you, like <laughs> what what the fuck, man? It was so, so Bro. insane. Just, so that, I, I, trust me, don't get me started. I had a whole weekend of fighting with motherfuckers, and I, oh, I'll, I'll go on a whole rant about this. Shrimp knows. Shrimp saw it happen in real time. Um, other than that, yeah, uh, it, it's good to be back, guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, the level of excitement there went from it's great to be back to I'm so tired, motherfuckers. I'm so angry. Oh, my God. Uh, so I hope you have a great Monday, Frisk. I hope it gets a little bit easier on you, for sure. But let's hit some of these hands. Manny, first, how we doing? Real quick. Dude, I'm doing all right. You know, just kind of looking at the market, waiting for all these floor prices to go down because Seoul is up. Um, most of the plays that I called are definitely kind of in a holding pattern until we kind of 
turn this resistance into support. Still looking at kind of fract. Just with all these meme coins dropping, it's setting up the perfect stage for like graphite to drop and the hates token to drop. So excited to see that one, two, three collection from ABC dropping soon. Um, that's really it for me. I mean, I know that Hellcats is coming up on a remint on Polygon. Utes are still kind of the thing that I'm interested in when they move to Polygon. But yeah, I don't want to kind of keep these hands, but that's all I'm kind of cooking with today. I think we actually saw a pretty good run up in dust and uh, scrap. And what was the other one that we saw a nice little run up on? A forge actually ran up pretty nicely with the Solana pump as well. So that was always a nice little cycling of meme coins. And with Solana pumping again, most cycles, usually the meme coin meta marks the top. It seems like the meme coin cycling is going back into this positive upswing, which is great. Like Sol's at 16.4 right now. It is beautiful. I am excited about it. The price looks incredible. The art's all slowly starting to look way better again. So I'm very excited about it. Shrimp, how we doing? Good motherfucking morning. Uh, I woke up. My Solana bags are down. Uh, everything's not at the all-time highs anymore. Solana pumps up $3. We want to knock floor prices down 10 sol. Like, I don't understand this. That still doesn't equate to a value. But... Easy, you know what is up right now? What is My that? fucking root troops, baby! We're almost 0.3 ETH. Don't fade the fucking root troops! Man, Shrimp, I gotta buy you a bike pump the way you're pumping your bags every day. Honestly, man. My man's like... Uh, yeah, you got the Kaleo shout-out on root troop, so we definitely saw some good price action there. That was one of the many on his charting technicals that he let fly. He said root troop to 0. 0.5. So I think go. you're going to get it. I really do. Yeah. He also said pudgies to not, I think nine or 10 said rods over one low pudgies up to one. A lot of volume, man. Uh, it's not going to surprise me. Like it seems like this cycle starting this January is the cute meta again. I'm not mad about it. I'm fine. If these projects pump, it's a bunch of people who continue to show up on Twitter every day and continue to show that they're around the ecosystem. That's like one of the big things for me is like, these projects are getting rewarded for being active, and it's a nice thing to see. It makes me excited. Shows that it's uh, it's all worth it to kind of just be in the trenches every single day. So shout out Morgan Stone. Shout out Root Troop. Excited to see what happens with them. And uh, Shrimp, I can't wait to hear what other bags you finally buy once you cycle out of these. Winners, what's going on? Tell me you got an altcoin. I need something to get my fix today. <laughs> yes. Uh, good morning, darlings. Um so it, it, it's a pure degen uh, shitcoin play. Uh, the uh, it's called Solana. Um, the ticker. Hey is yo! Oh. <laughs> hey yo yo! What? That wasn't cool. What was that? I'm just kidding. Never heard of it. <laughs> you heard of it last week when you missed out on twelve hundred dollars. Couldn't stop talking about it. All right, no, back that was to you. I had. Fuck you. It it did have a beautiful run up, and I I was just I was tickled uh, to death to to do that. I was in and out and in and out of uh, three dildos um, over the. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm killing it! I'm killing it! I'll tell you that. Um, no, um, it's eight nineteen in the morning. I know this is what it, we're getting today. It was wait. I was gonna wait till five, but it. I was just too tickled. Um, no, something that I've been looking at. Um, and it actually went up a fourteen. Uh, like fourteen hundred percent was the wrapped. Um, 
wrapped avian and it's just avian but it's wrapped and it just absolutely shot up um doesn't like, that usually mean it's depegged <laughs> yeah if the wrap like, version is flying yeah so uh <laughs> i hope everybody traded um that but another thing that i think is super interesting is uh cbdc's and like being able to, uh, you kind of have to KYC to be able to buy them. But how funny if like, because we're so early, if we accumulated a lot of these like government tokens and like you were invited to like the G7 summit because you just owned an ungodly amount of um, of their coin. But a lot, uh, whenever I was researching uh, CBDCs, um, the, the G7 countries are currently in development of of their um, of their CBDC, so that's something to watch. I, I don't know if um, I think like winners. If- you're never getting invited to the G7. I'm just gonna put this out there. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna be brutally honest with you on this Monday morning. <laughs> I don't think they slide you the invite. <laughs> oh come on! Oh, no, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll take it. I'll I'll <sighs> see. I I can um I can I can sweet talk my way just about anywhere. So I'll. We'll just see, but that's all I have um, on that. <laughs> I, I do like the call too, because the the CBDCs are CDBC, CBDC, whatever it is, whatever the a- stupid acronym is for the central currencies. I think we are going to start to see more of those. Like this FTX collapse, I think is going to trigger more regulation and legislation across the board. There's no way you're going to get comfort from traditional corporations or even governments using blockchain when the second largest exchange was quite literally a Ponzi scheme that would have made Bernie Madoff sweat with how impressive it was. So I think that's like something that's going to clearly have this still trickle down effect. We haven't fully seen. I mean, dude, he has, he's just pled not guilty. Like we're still looking at a bunch of stuff that's going on with it. We don't even really know the full ex- like extent of what's happening here. So I'm going to see kind of like where that goes, but I do like to call on this. It's been something that I've been tailing. I'm starting to continue to look at it. And it'll be interesting to see what country kind of adopts it first and it most like heavily and starts really promoting and pushing it. Because that's where I think you're going to get the most traction from it. But Gene, what's going on? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Good morning. Yeah, it's funny. I haven't been like, you know, as as uh, following it. But I think what's, what's going to be interesting is to see, and I think uh, someone already kind of answered this, but the extent to which things reprice uh, in USD terms, right? Like now that we're seeing Solana flying, we're seeing, um, you know, ETH kind of moving up, like the extent to which things after this big, this little pump, um, are gonna you know kind of reprice down. I think someone already said like you know Solana pumped twenty percent and and some floor prices went down by ten sol. So that'll be interesting. And also it's funny to hear. I mean, can you just imagine yourself like a year ago saying you're excited to see sixteen dollars sol? That's like pretty. You know, yeah, I got lit up in the uh, the Nifty Discord. They were like, if if I told you two weeks ago you'd be excited about sixteen dollars sol, you would have tried to strangle me. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> not wrong. But hey, if you bought the dip when we hosted that space. You're up a hundred percent. Are Dude, clean. We, we, you, you and I have both been saying, have both been saying, like, hey, like this is a like. I mean, I think I remember a few weeks ago we were both on that train of like, hey, this is a good time to be DCA. This is a good time to even be aping in. Sub ten like, felt you know, great, bro. It's like when was hey, the last but, time we saw sub ten? What else you got? That's it on my end. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, 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 I mean, honestly, you know, you know what? I I'd always felt for the past like you know six months or so that that ETH was the best risk reward trade in um. 
you know, in uh, in crypto, just because you know you need you need ETH for everything, right? If you're gonna be bridging, you know, you're, you're gonna pay gas and ETH. If you're gonna list an NFT, if you're gonna delist an NFT. If you're gonna, you know, just you need ETH to, to do anything. It's, it's it's literally gas, right? Like like the gas that powers vehicles almost. But now I'm starting to feel like Solana might be the best risk reward trade because it's just been beaten down so fucking heavily that like I mean, if this like. Can Solana get to 50 bucks in the next cycle? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty reasonable. Can it get to 60, 70? Like, like probably, right? So, I don't know. I just want 30. I, I would be ecstatic <laughs> with 30. Another 100x from here, or another 100% from here, I'm excited. Well, dude, DeFi, you also, I remember you said DeFi is coming back on Solana. I remember, like, a month ago, I tried to go on SoLand, and, like, it wouldn't, like, SoLand, you couldn't make any, you know, you couldn't borrow or land because, like, I guess it was tied yeah. to FTX in some way. But now SoLand is back, so I'm, you know, I got my soul. I'm, I'm borrowing against my soul. So, like, you know, imagine, dude, imagine you fucking put, like, a ton of soul, and you, you take out a loan against it. Um, like let's say I sold 10 X's from here. I mean, that's going to be like, you're going to be very glad you did that versus, you know, selling it. Right. So yeah, it's really, really, uh, you know, Good oh, dude, absolutely. I think, and the other thing is like that DeFi is just one leg of it. Like I was, I was actually talking to NFT Nick about it and just showing him the fact that there was like countless loan providing opportunities and LP providing. And he was like shocked. He was like, this is Whoa, absurd. The NFT Nick, the, 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 the ape and the, the, the he was excited. The- he was excited about Solana. Like that was, nah, it was nah. a big win for me. He was sharing positive emotion towards this blockchain. And I was like, and it, and it wasn't sarcasm. No, no genuine wow, excitement. Wow. He was like, "Wow, this is actually pretty cool." Because I've shown him how you can make your own Solana work for you without buying and trading NFTs. Basically, pressing two buttons, and uh, the the risk reward was certainly there. Because if Soul pumps, you're getting a higher APY on the loan provided. Soul dumps, and they don't repay back the NFT. You already got it at like a sixty percent discount, so you just floor it for a gain. It was a uh, he was he was impressed. It was a nice little thing. But uh, Hunt, I will actually pass it to Deucey than Hunter. No, Deucey's at his hand up. What's going on, Deucey? People said Solana was dead this year when we hit $8. And I just wanted to say, <clears throat> oh, you sorry motherfuckers who thought Solana was dead. We're out here. We're fucking pumping it up, boys. We're going to fucking make it. Don't let these motherfuckers fade you. If you bought Solana at $8, fucking dollars, you're a true fucking king. You're a Chad. Don't let any of these motherfuckers disrespect you. You're on top of the fucking world right now. But also keep in retrospect. Take your profits, boys. Don't be stupid. Uh, I, I was told that there's going to be a massive short off uh, before $20. So... You know, just be logical about it. But, dude, don't fade Solana, boys. Uh, you know, even though we're kind of a shit coin, people dunk on us all the time. Dude, we're not going anywhere. We're going to go back to uh, top 10 market cap uh, if we already haven't already. I'm pretty sure I haven't checked. I think we're 11th time. right now. Behind we're Polygon. Fuck Polygon. Polygon sucks butthole. Um, just saying. But, yo, I just want to <laughs> talk about the uh, <laughs> the whole uh, Franck token. Uh, everybody said, Frank even tweeted, that D-God and Utes holders would be uh, diamond handing their Franck, dude. And you can check on the chart. The second the Utes holders got it, bro, what happened? The price went down. They fucking plummeted it. That's what I fucking thought. There are no diamond hands in this fucking market, boys. Let's fucking go. That's all I had to say. I just want to say shout out to everybody who shows up to Twitter daily and grinds, especially you, Easy Bunny, Frisk, everybody up here. Uh, I love you all, and uh, I will not take no more of your time, but I just want to get that little heartfelt thing out of my uh, my chest for Solana and I just want to say I love you guys. Love you too my friend. It was uh definitely a lot of a lot of emotion there. It was all over the board. Uh, I would not expect it any other way. So I, I was glad you said Watch out gentle tornado. Watch out gentle tornado. He's on gentle tornado's corner there with the super ultra positivity. We got a little Yeah, uh, I mean those two are definitely beefing over the uh, ultra positive corner for sure. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hunter, what's going on? Hey, Jim, Jim, everybody. Um, yeah, on the topic of royalties, um, we s- still have two big releases that are going to be coming this week, like the Gabriel Programmable Royalty Solution and Lior said he's going to release 
he's going to release a royalty um, solution on the 11th as well. So I think there's going to be a lot to talk about with probably or possibly enforceable royalties um, going forward. Um, but I definitely didn't like the fact that Ghost um, had a 10% royalty on the open edition. Um, he I made a billion dollars in 10 minutes and still was I like, mean, yeah, 10%, slap it on there. And it's, that's only because you can't go any higher. Yeah, it's, it's because it's kind of like normal to do it in the arts. So he just did it anyway, right? Um, and you, I, you probably won't catch much flack from it just because it's so normal in the art space. But for open editions, I think it definitely would be cool to see artists lower a tiny bit. Um, they were like, I don't know, 8,000 minted or something. Like, that's not, I mean, that's not scarce in my opinion. Um, yeah, so I, I bought five um five or six it was and i i sold them all because i was like eh, i don't i don't really feel like playing this um other than that we have azuki's one year coming up on the 12th i'm excited to see what they do if they do anything um and yesterday pawns from the plague announced that he basically has a an, an article coming up explaining their plans for the next for the next few months and part of it's going to be showing how the plague is going to grow without dilution according to him so i'm excited to see what that's going to look like and yeah that's pretty much it for me i'm excited for that plague trade uh when i when that person found that wallet that i had the two friendship bracelets in i did a little bit of a, a nice little walk down memory lane to see how i actually had traded the one eighth challenge i minted 11 plagues in that wallet and sold all of them for 0.05 so Look at me. I mean, with how, with how much ETH dipped since then, you're probably like break even, to be honest. Dude, I spent three and a half ETH on gas in a one ETH challenge wallet. So there was nothing I could have possibly done to make that entire situation profitable. I look at that too. I had three quirkies I bought for 0.3, sold them for 0.7 right before they pumped to three ETH. Like I was just God level at that point, just selling everything aggressively and making terrible decisions. It was a lot of fun. We need to bring it back. I know Pia's in the audience. We got to bring the one ETH challenge back. There's no better time for it than right now. But Dude, you're a Hall of Fame paper hands. Like, for real. Bro, you're a Hall of Fame bag holder. What are you talking about? I don't care. I, I'm not dumping the... You're not getting rich without me. That's the thing. Like, you're not getting rich literally... Like, dude... That's oh fine, and nobody God. else is either. If you're holding what I'm holding, that's what Pissing I'm saying. Off, okay, like I'm not gonna miss generational wealth. It's Monday. So I'm, not I'm trying not to it. get angry. All right, yeah, you are missing generational wealth. You're bag holding it to zero. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm here for the moonshot, diamond handing these things. Is that what they call it? Copium at its finest. That's what I call it. I don't know. All right, all right. Happy Monday. Zimmy, what's going on? Yo, what's good? Uh, Everything Bunny just said, I completely agree with. Uh, Definitely, you're wrong. Um, Just real quick. uh, Bro, are you in like an arcade? I forgot. I I was about to say, I sound like I'm in a Chuck E. Cheese. I'm at the gym. Yeah. It's Equinox. (laughs) They have to blast like poppy music so people can run on the treadmill. Um, Yeah, it's very, very scenic. So I apologize. Um, But real quick, I mean, besides, you know, Withers not realizing that this is an educational show uh, and not Playboy TV. Um, I kind of, I'm a little skeptical about the Solana pump that's happening right now. Like, do you, something just tells me it's kind of like a trap. Like they're playing into people's emotions and then it's just going to absolutely dump again. And one other thing, doesn't SBF still have like that humongous bag from FTX and Solana? And if everything happens, would that cause a huge dump as well? Like, would he have to sell off all the assets? That's like the most interesting part of this whole thing. Cause technically 
Yes, but at the same time, with FTX filing bankruptcy, I believe those assets would... And I'm not a lawyer by any means. I don't know shit about shit. This is my completely speculative opinion based on what I read a bunch of other speculative opinions on Twitter said. And I think bankruptcy proceedings take a very long time. So that Solana could, in theory, just be locked until that happens. The other concern, though, is there was dumping from Alameda wallets. Like, basically, the second that SBF touched down at his parents' home in California. Like it was, there was multiple people running down the timeline showing associated Alameda wallets from transfers directed from Alameda dumping Solana in droves. And when that Vitalik pump happened and it went from $8 to 12, that same wallet dumped aggressively and it hasn't started dumping yet. So maybe it's because it's about 5:32 AM and Sam's taking a, a nice little sleep after a couple league games. But maybe in like a couple hours, if we see the price literally crater, we know what's going on. Yeah, so hilarious. Pass- yeah. Sure. I mean, dude, when you got to get past plat two, I know that the late night grind that's happening. I want to pass over to Jesse, the former Web3 lawyer here, and just see what's going on. What's up, Easy? You're my, you're my drive time radio. Now, I capitulated and got a real job, unfortunately. But um, uh, yeah, if you could work in Detroit weather and Detroit traffic every 15 <laughs> minutes, I'd appreciate that. But um, uh, yeah, now the Solana thing is so, as someone who's like sort of, you know, got my feet wet a little bit with Solana, but never got into it. It's so interesting because if you listen to the technical people, like the bankless people, all the super blockchain nerds, and this is like outside of my pay grade, outside of my expertise, they're all kind of like Solana just technically like isn't, doesn't meet the standards of all this other stuff. It's not clearly nearly as innovative as some of these other blockchains. Again, I can't, I can't like speak to that, but it seems to be at least among the super big brains. That's like the general take. But the, the 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 culture of Solana, the fact that like every time it goes down, like the 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 core users, the you know I hate to say community, but the Solana community like rallies is like I think it's so hard to underestimate that. So I think it's just such a fascinating um, example of like 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 kind of a culture versus kind of like technical technical dif- deficiency. I'm sure there's a million examples out there. Of like the best technical product doesn't win, you know, whatever it is. Um, but like the best culture, the best, or some, there's something else. There's some other juice there. I still think they need something like the Solana phone or whatever. But again, I think that's an asset of, of Solana. It's like the, um, like my favorite thing about Frank is not that he's like a great marketer. It's that I think he, he's always like, I'll try something and I'll fail. But like, he actually means it. Like he actually does it. He'll like do it. And then I'll be like, oh, that fucking sucked. That didn't work out. But I'll like say it publicly. And that seems to be like the Solana vibe. We will try anything and we'll fail. And because we're already a bunch of jackasses that we, you know, everybody makes fun of, who cares? So I just think it's a, it's such a fascinating thing. I definitely think, I mean, if you just want to talk about buy and sell, yeah, I think it's a little low. Is it going to go back to 200? I don't know. Is it going to be here long, long term? But like just medium term, like the resiliency, I think it's hard to underestimate. It's kind of like that, that, you know, the bad news bears, like that team that has more grit. It doesn't have the talent, but has the grit. I just, it's such an interesting test, test case. If people know more about the technicals and I'm, I'm, underselling it fine but i really the the resiliency is kind of pretty fascinating to watch oh i mean you know i'm going to completely agree with you you'd also get a lot of people who are extremely opinionated that like the tech alone wins purely off like a tps standpoint and like the and like the cost of transactions like the whole argument about consumer adoption is like as more adoption steps into the space and even if it doesn't it's just like in times of high velocity and high number of transactions Ethereum just doesn't seem like a feasible option when gas pumps. Like it eliminates a large majority of users, whereas something with a fat and flat and fixed fee kind of drives that. Of course, you have L2s, but there's there's a whole back and forth argument to be had. You'll 
you could literally have hour long spaces, multi hour long spaces on that back and forth. Like whether or not you want to say it's ETH versus Soul or Soul versus ETH, there's a million people who will argue one way or the other on that conversation. And everyone has an opinion on it. That's the thing. And some will say like the tech's not there. The big thing is like the security. People say that Soul's security compared to ETH is not there, which is fair. Like that is a completely fair argument. But then at the same time, the counter argument is like ETH can't handle the same number of pure transactions in a minute in comparison. So like when you get down to like the nitty gritty arguments of like, what if we do have tickets and like all that other stuff from real world events that people want to try to circulate blockchain tech into? I just always think about that. Like what if you go to a massive concert and a lot of people want to redeem a ticket or send it somewhere to burn it for like admission and gas surges and you're right behind someone and they look at you and they're like, yep, sorry, that person spent $22 to redeem the ticket. Yours is 12,306. Sorry. And also, it's like, this is, but that goes to like literally core blockchain stuff, which is Valvone versus L2, which is you don't need ultra yep. security for every transaction. You don't have yep. to walk through like a uh, 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 whatever metal detector going into a <laughs> library. Like they're all di- no, but they're different use cases. 100%. For security. You don't, you don't have to use like two factor authentication or like, you know, whatever for every software you use. Like each security, you shouldn't, you, don't, you shouldn't, it's actually bad to have. It would be inefficient to have an ultra secure. It's a level of friction. Yeah. You want the minimum level of friction to get more people to use it. And once again, I think Steppen has clearly been one of, if not the best way to onboard people who have no idea about blockchain tech into the space. And yeah, we all know it was a Ponzi. But at the same time, you had great aunt Gertrude excited to take a three mile walk because she just made $63.40 and had no idea how it was possible. But her ass was getting up and walking. And like I think we're gonna see more of that, and that's that's where you get a lot of the wins, and that's where I think Solana truly does accelerate. So I'm excited to kind of see what the future of that looks like and how it kind of pans out. But Junior, what's going on? Yeah, good morning, y'all. Um, what I wanted to say was between you and Bunny, I'm definitely following you because Bunny doesn't make any <laughs> money. All he does is lose, and, and and a lot of times I'm holding right there with him. Can't lose money if you don't sell it. Well, whatever. I could watch it all go to zero and not make nothing when at least Easy's sitting here making at least a little bit of something before before Thank you. moons. So, Thank yeah, you. you know, I follow Bunny a lot. On um, the last few trades, I've made absolutely nothing. So I think I need to switch my, you know, switch it. But um, Shrimp, yo, I won a dang on Root Troop Saturday night. Let's go, baby! Root Troops are fucking riding! Yo. Man, you got a Rudy Rue, you know. I, I won that, though. I'm got very a Rudy happy Rue. Hey, kudos to you winning that. Also, shout out our very own Gentle Tornado winning the V Friends Immaculate. Shout out Junior winning a Rue Troop. Uh, man, when am I going to win a Crypto Punk? That's what I need. Just a ni- nothing. Cr- I'm not asking for anything ridiculous. I just I just need a nice win. I understand I got gifted 1.8 ETH yesterday on a wallet I totally forgot existed. But, like, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking to win a Crypto Punk. That's it. Just a nice, casual win. Big kid. That's not that much, man. You that, thank it. you, Junior. And I think I deserve it, right? Am I wrong? No, nah, you got it. You do deserve it for everything you do. Go ahead. Thank you got you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Someone agrees. Big kid, I think you still have your hand up. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, Jim, Jim, everybody. I'm talking about profit. I, I am so happy concerning what's going on with, you know, mutant, hound, cola. I, I can, you know, go in at... I think we're at um, 0.3 ETH, and yesterday I checked my wallet and I saw that Newton R was like a floor price of 1.9 ETH. Like that shit was really crazy for 0.3 ETH. I mean, that was really, really, um, that was a really nice profit there. Did you so, sell it? 
Not yet, bruv. Right. So it's a profit so- till you take it, okay? Uh, uh, this fact is that, dude, I already, you know, see it going up. And, bro, I mean, we, we just keep holding. I mean, we just, like, bunny, like, you've got to hold this shit to pull it like, an ease or something, bro. But I believe, no, truly, I believe in mutant out color. Like, trust me, dude, that shit was, like, I... I saw the community and it's really, really I nice. Wish, I wish you luck. We have, trust me though, I will say my mutant hound takes are terrible. I gave Tout the uh, recommendation to floor his mega mutant collar for five ETH. And that would have been god awful because there was a 75 ETH sale. But Bitkin, I got to say, it's not profit till you recognize it. You don't know what could happen tomorrow. So just be conscious of it. You're up to 88x, 7x. Like, listen, profits, no one ever went broke taking profit, my friend. I want to pass it to Senna, then Frisk, and then quickly wrap it up with Gene Parmesan here. What's going GM, on? GM, GM, my guy. I, uh, so yesterday, I, uh, I aped into a, into a shit coin called... Uh, Which one? I, I went with uh, Frank. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice, yeah. Popular shit Man. coin, yep. Oh, I bought in, I averaged at like 30s. It shot straight up to like 50. I'm like double, double my money. But I went out for uh, lunch with my family. Oh, the, no. Uh, the ledger. Oh, no. And uh, Yeah, so today I am jumping off a bridge and I thought I'd uh, oh, don't do that. come in and say hello to everyone for the last time. And uh, No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, uh, I actually, I thought I'd celebrate the loss with buying a uh, Soul Gods from Hex. Because, man. I, I like that yeah, play. Yeah, he's kidding it at the moment. So, uh. Yeah, Hex is a legend. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I listen to loads of his spaces, and I've just, I've just never had sort of enough sat on soul to to buy into anything properly. So, uh, obviously, moved a bunch over to uh, ape into a, a shit coin called Frank, and uh, thought I'd. Uh, you you made the ultimate mistake during shit coins, yeah. bro. You left your desk for three I, seconds. You can't get I, up. Like you can't. I know, literally the the day, the one day that everything, absolutely everything pumped. Everyone's in the money. Everyone's in the green. Everyone's buzzing. And I'm sat at 80% down. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You left your desk. And I know. You left I know. your desk. What a rookie move. What a rookie move. I sit there for a week waiting for it. And then boom. It's okay. We'll bounce back, we Senna. Nothing to worry about. You did the right thing. Respect the frunk. Frisk, what's My going God. on? Uh, there was a point being spoken about earlier, but I think we're a bit past it now. It was just kind of like comparing Ethan Soul from like Circle a back, let's hear it. <clears throat> okay, I don't know enough about knowledge of it, but um, so I'll just give you a brief. But there was someone on uh, like Twitter yesterday who I don't want to name just like because I think that it's just not fair to do that to them, but they were tweeting about how um, like they feel like they weren't being rewarded fairly for being in dev on Solana. I'm sure most of you maybe have seen it. Um, and they like kind of like outlaid some some like facts in regards to like Solana being more closed source than open source. I have no knowledge of this. I have no like not a really good grasp of understanding it. But if we want to go into that, we can. Um, if if not, I have alpha on something else. But yeah, I don't know. Drop what the, the alpha. Compare. I'd rather face the alpha because I want the alpha. We could okay. we could talk dev stuff all day. Bunny's not going to act on the alpha. He just wants to listen to it and say, he "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> yeah, like, um, dude's just going to fucking sit on his hands. So I don't know as far as collabs go uh, with this project, but it is an upcoming project. It is on ETH. It is called Bunny Kitty. I don't know if anyone has heard of it. It is um, I'm interested. 
Yeah, yes, it's it's something to be interested in. Uh, I have a friend who's advising the project, and I kind of DM'd him, and I was like, "Hey, dude, like, what's what's going on here?" And he gave me some really cool info. Bunny Kitty is in is a Web two like kids branch. It's like a TV show and a book. Um, I think it's very popular. It's by a man named Pursue. I think his name is. Um, and like they they're kind of adapting it for. Um, like Web3 and the way that, they, that he explained it was really smart, like how it's been very popular in graffiti culture. And and when I look at the like drawings, it's very reminiscent of like what you would see in, I don't know if you guys know the show Bubblegum, like on Nickelodeon. It's a, it's, it's a bit popular. Um, and it also reminds me of the Carrefour art, but it looks very, very interesting to me. And I, I, I caught my attention when like I found it. But if that isn't, if that sounds a bit basic, all you need to know is that it's a 0.02 ETH mint at a one 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 supply, so that's just that that's just bound to cook right there. Um, don't know what it is as far as collabs go. They do have a Discord open. The at is Bunny Kitty, like nothing else, just straight Bunny Kitty. If anyone wants to look into it, I'm super intrigued. Mm. I think this could pop off. Um, and it sounds like a Mama spread. Guru type play. It could be. It definitely could be. Um, like where you have like the I guess the speculation about like people behind the scenes being a little a lot of more like involved in it. My comparison there is that with Momo Guru, it's like, hey, we're from Pixar. I'm like, okay, prove it. Whereas with this, it's like, hey, no, this is the artist. This is the brand. This is what he's doing involved in Web3. Um, and like, we know everything about him. I like the call out. I'm going to take a look at this too. Because like, what after Yuga is the catalyst right now? You know, Blur Airdrop is going to be great. But most of this is ETH stuff. So I do want, like, I'm very curious ether. to see what projects, what, what, let's hear it. No, ether, Ether. <laughs> oh, Ether. Yes. Good call. Dude, we got to get V up here to talk about this lockup because I'm fascinated about it. I still need more information. Me and him were talking shit to each other in Momentum yesterday. He asked if I just sit on spaces all day, and I told him to shut up and go draw on his iPad. So, great guy. Good guy. I like V. Uh, but, Gene, what's going on? Hey. Uh, hey, I just wanted to say to your comment about um, SPF and the lockdown. So, I mean, we know that I mean, Mountain Docs people are still going through, you know, like, that, yeah, like bro. legal stuff. Like, Mount Gox stuff is still going. So that stuff's probably going to take a while. Um, and also, I think that, like, everyone's saying SBF got out of jail, you know, prison and started moving stuff. I mean, there could have just been someone who used that as a cover, right? Like, hey, like, you know, the, like, if I have some sort of bad actor, the perfect time to move stuff around is when SBF gets out of jail because everyone's going to blame SBF. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I, yeah. You know, I'm thinking about this. You're right. You're definitely right. The best time would be to move it when SBF is out of jail so that SBF takes the heat. He did come out and say it wasn't me, but nobody believes him because they also said that they were solvent, and clearly that was a lie. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> at this point, what do you want to believe? But real quick, winners, what you got? Please keep it within within the within the lines here before we wrap up. What's going on? It is just um, going off what Frisk said. Um, I'm very familiar with Bunny Kitty in the street art scene. And they're mm. actually in the uh, Museum of Graffiti. So um, I'm bullish on this and I had no idea. So thank you, Frisk. It's a good artist. Okay. Shout out Frisk with the alfalfa early this morning. But that's going to do it for today's episode. We're going to be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time today to do a little bit post-market recap and back at 8 a.m. Monday to Friday every single day except for the weekends. So shout out y'all for rocking with us per usual. Y'all are dope. Shout out all the speakers. Shout out everyone that tunes in every single day and continues to comment, react, interact, and give us all the conversation and discussion around this crazy Web3 world we live in. But we'll catch you later today. Have an incredible day and, uh, Hope it's great.